0: tanner hendrickson i'm brandon Kylie. it's bk and ferrario here on 101 espn right now we are happy to go out to the 101 espn hotline to be joined by the voice of the blues he's chris kerber joining us here on the show curbs we appreciate the time as always man how you doing today
1: BK, I'm doing fine.
0: How are you? Uh, doing all right. So I got to ask you, Curbs, about the, the news that is being reported uh, around the NHL by Jeremy Rutherford, among many others. Uh, Darren Pang is expected to be returning back to Chicago at some point. I don't know if you can specifically comment on this, Curbs, but from your experience working with Darren Pang over the years, the guy is basically synonymous with Blues hockey for uh, especially people in Tanner's gym generation in terms of blues fans. Uh what was it what has it been like to work with Darren Pang? What stands out to you about what he's been as a color analyst for the St. Louis Blues over the years?
1: Well, listen, I've had the I've had the privilege and, and I when I say privilege, I I'm not using that word lightly in this case. A truly privilege of having been able to travel and be around and work alongside Panger for the last 14 years and He has done a couple of games with us. Obviously I did the one television game earlier this year with him. Uh, He's John Kelly's partner on the TV side, but he's our friend and coworker and everything else. And the number of conversations that we have had over the years when it comes to, um, man, just, just the business, the game, how to call the game, how to work the number of times I've, asked him to listen to a call and say, man, how could I have done this better? He's made me a better play-by-play guy on the radio side through those conversations. Joe Vitale sitting next to him, Panger or a chaser, all those years sitting next to him. Uh, just such a, such a huge part of our family. And, 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 you know, he's, he's so much more than just someone we've worked with. He's, he's, he's a, I mean, he's such a, a close friend, but I, I Brandon, there, there's, the thing that Panger does that, in my opinion, is second to none. The the man's work ethic is amazing. Like, and and I'll give you I'll give you a great example. And I'm going to compare this to to what I saw last night. I'm watching the Cardinal game last night, right? And at one point, Jim Edmonds says, "When Stephen Matz is out on the field, Jim Edmonds says, he goes, know, yeah, I kind of wonder what it's like.' You know, you're a starting pitcher, then you go out there, and now you're just pitching like you know, 26 pitches a week." And I'm sitting here thinking, well, as an analyst, your job is to go find that out. Right. And Panger did that. He never asked a question like that. He he always brought information and, and he just second and not, he, he, he absolutely, I mean to, to go from a hall of fame player in Bernie doing it to a guy that's a hall of fame broadcaster, in my mind and Panger, uh, blues fans have been in, in such great hands on the TV side there that, uh, um, he's going to be, he's, he's going to be tremendously missed, but he's going to be missed more in my opinion, just as a friend and a person to be around than than what he did on the air because he was just that good. So yeah, when we found out that news, uh, and, and he called us and, and, and told us, uh, and obviously it's breaking now, but it's, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a tough couple of days. Cause you're going to miss your friend, uh, hanging out with, you know, a, a little bit, I guess, I guess you kind of like, we're kind of like Red and Shawshank there. You know, when Andy snuck out, we are like, man, well, I miss my friend. And I think that's the way we're going to be with Banger.
2: Curbs, for the first time, I actually understood a movie or television
0: reference that you've used. t didn't, though. t yeah, really didn't get unfortunate it. Yeah, one. it I told that, him the other lost. day, he's got to watch Shawshank. And he said, ah, there's so many movies that I got to watch. I said, yeah, but this is like the, the movie
1: that you have to watch. Yeah, yeah, you got to watch that one. Well, he has see dodgeball, too. i convinced put... convince my daughters to watch it. My oldest, I'm like... Hey, it's about time. Watch Dead Poet Society. That's a fantastic that's one, too. That's, that's, that's my kick at that. home is to get them to watch that one. No,
2: Dead Poet Society, Shawshank, and Dodgeball, the three movies that I would say probably you have to watch, and I'd comp them all in terms of directing and acting and production work. It's all Water been the same. World, that's up there, too. For World. No, not <laughs> Waterworld. That,
1: that was a terrible <laughs> oh movie. God. Terrible I movie. World I
0: disagree. Ah, see? Curbs knows. Waterworld was awful. Uh, bad movie. Gets a little bit too much flack because it was an expensive movie. No. Stupid from start to finish. I mean, b- bad movie, but not an all-time bad movie. Just a flop because it was so expensive. Well, and Curbs does Hot have take.
2: Cur- Curbs also has bad takes because he likes Star Wars. So one of the other, in those That
1: was Alex Ferrario
0: who said that. I am not dealing with the hey, Star hey. Wars nerds hey, hey, hey. today. one. <laughs> no hey, I like I have Star no Wars. Calm like, over hey. there. <laughs>
1: like like i have I have no idea like 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 for you get like you got these issues sometimes and and like I don't know what kind of math you learned at school, but I don't know how you get two plus two always equal in five or six well wow. you know but uh no listen i got I got great movie tastes and stuff like that and uh you know like so um uh, yeah Move on,
2: Alex. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I did math yesterday on the air curves and I won't I won't go back to that one more. Uh on the on the hockey side curves, we did see the first trade of this offseason take place yesterday with Philly trading Provorov to Columbus and LA offloading that Cal Peterson contract. I am curious your thoughts now that Cal Peterson, they were able to move that five million dollars, and it was a player that lost his job mid season could we see more of that this off season curbs and could that benefit the blues of maybe being able to offload a contract this upcoming off season?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's, that's going to be possible depending on, on the team you do. You know, you look at the scenario where, um, you're the Philadelphia flyers. I mean, Sandstrom was, was your extra goaltender behind Carter Hart. Who knows what they're going to do with Carter Hart. Who was only 24 years of age. Right. You know, but, if, if you're Danny Breyer and they're working on a, a situation where he goes, this is going to take a little while. He knows that he's in a good goalie situation two years from now. So he was able to kind of help make that deal and get some important draft picks in the process. The LA Kings, they were able to use cap space in order to sign the Gabrikov to a two year deal, which they announced today. And then of course, you know, the, the blue jackets in that mix too. So I, I just, and, and they get a, a good defenseman the, the, that they hope is going to help them out there. So, what I think you're really going to be seeing, though, is you're seeing you're seeing the, the cap-strapped era of teams having to involve a third team in deals now just to get cap deals done. And that's going to be one of the things. So, yeah, I can easily see the Blues making many different kinds of moves like this, to be honest with you. It's just to whom, and are you going to involve a third team because they'll have to take on some – some cap space, and, and if that is the case, what is the extra cost? What's that extra tax, that extra freight in terms of a draft pick here, a low prospect there? Who, who knows? But um, I, I think it's a good sign that, uh, you know, you start to see some teams doing it. And, it, it, boy, it just backs up everything Doug Armstrong said, didn't it? Like, yep. I mean, teams, just, teams can't stand still. You missed the playoffs. Army's not going to stand still. You're not going to miss the playoffs and come back with the same exact team you had. You know, I mean, look, the blues missed the playoffs by one point in 18 and look at the changes they made in the summer going into uh, eighteen nineteen. So I think it's a very good sign. The timing of it is what's going to be important now, guys, because if you are going to need another team to take on some cap space, if there's enough, you might have to make a deal sooner than later. So that team doesn't end up using that cap space, say for somebody else, but all those kind of things are
0: on the table, Chris. One final question that I've got for you, Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues, joining us here on 101 ESPN. Yesterday, I was listening to the Fastlane. They were going through their uh, sports six pack, and somebody asked about Travis Konecny in relation to the Philadelphia Flyers. If they end up continuing uh, to sell off some of their pieces. Connecting, he's going to be 26 years old, so he does fit that age range that uh, we've heard from Doug Armstrong. He's making $5.5 million this upcoming year and then has one year remaining on his deal after that. He's a winger, so he doesn't necessarily fit the criteria of being a center, but scored 30 goals last year, has been a very productive player in his career for Philadelphia. Is that the profile of player that you think could make sense for the Blues if they decided to go the trade route this offseason to add to their forward group?
1: Yeah, I have I have to actually think that it, it, it is BK uh, because like you said, one he fits he fits the profile. Doug was very open about about the age. Uh, he has one more year of term on on his contract. Then he's a UFA. Now you're probably willing to give up a little bit more if a guy's UFA status comes at age twenty eight or twenty nine. So maybe there were a couple more years to sure. it. But if again, that's looking at the the conversation that that the two general managers in this case would have if you have if you play that one out is is it, if you're if you're briere and, and army and you're talking you're saying okay how does connect me fit in your future plans do you think you're going to resign him at 28 years of age or will he want to test the free agent market if you are in another 3 4 year rebuild okay can you get a younger player and some better value for connect me now than later but yeah, to me, because of say the situation the Flyers are in, and because of you know what Army is looking for, that's the kind of player that at least from a discussion standpoint is probably right in the wheelhouse where you start to figure it out. Because we we saw Doug we saw Doug extend Braden Shen, we saw what they did with the trade with uh, with with Pavel Bushnevich. and as you, you're right, Connect needs a winger, But the reality of it is is that they think Bushnevich could adjust a center. They might consider themselves fine in that center spot up and down the middle. So, um, yep, I I think you're starting. You know, you're you're looking in the right area, at least the right type of player for those discussions.
0: Curbs appreciate the time as always, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today, and we'll talk with you again next week. All right, Alex, may the force be with you. That's Chris (laughs) Curbs, live long and prosper, Curbs, voice of the blues and Star Wars (laughs) nerd here on 101 ESPN. Always appreciate his time.